0: When the art day gets rough, you just got to keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Drozd. And here we are, November 4th, with another Thunder Punch Daily and another episode recorded in my car because uh, that's the way this day is shaking out. So, okay, so preface, for those who are just tuning into this thing for the first time, this is a microcast where I journal my art day. I reflect on what's happening during the day, try to make some sense out of it, usually in the form of some kind of essay. And this is part of the Art Sound Off event happening in November of 2015. So you can go to artsoundoff.com to find out more about it. What it is, is we've invited Uh, cartoonists and artists everywhere to participate in this thing where you just share like five to 10 minute reflection about your art day or following some of the prompts that you can find at artsoundoff.com. So I'm a cartoonist and teaching artist. Uh, I do a webcomic at boulderandfleet.com. I've also done some stuff, stuff for publishers. If you go to my website, jdros.com in the sidebar, there are links to everything that I do. Um, so yeah, this is the way the day is shaking out to where, uh, I'm in my car. I just parked, uh, you know, like a couple blocks away from the Ann Arbor Art Center where I'm teaching tonight. And I happen to have 10 to 15 minutes before I got to truck off to uh, go teach some kids and adults. Because, yeah, yeah, from... Uh, what, what am I looking at here? From 4.30 to 9 o'clock tonight, I'm teaching two classes. A class for kids, comics class, and then I'm teaching a comics class for adults. And... Uh yesterday when I did the microcast I shared a few thoughts on like the the thing I was teaching in that particular comics class um I'm not going to do that today uh what was I going to talk about today oh my gosh I should have written this down before I started um oh I was going to talk about some of the process stuff that I was working on for Boulder and Fleet some some process thoughts about my personal webcomic that was one of the th- one of the goals that I set in Thunder Punch Daily, episode 182, which you can find at com slash tpd182. One of the goals I wanted to set was, you know, using this microcast as an opportunity to build some narrative around this comic that I want more people to read and share. And, uh, you know, I got two two big observations. Let's see if I can do them succinctly. The first one is I feel like to this week... Has taught me how much I've changed as an artist since when I first started. Um, and then the second observation is is that, you know, just something about like how composition seems to be very important to me as an artist. Uh, composition meaning the visual flow of information on the page. And when I say information, I mean anything that is rendered on that page, including sound elements, word balloons, and so on. Uh, I think I'm going to address the first observation the most briefly. So, with today's update. So a new page dropped at com, page 50 of the comic, as a matter of fact. Uh, and as I dropped that page, I it depleted my buffer. There are no more pages in the buffer. So I've got a couple pages in progress, but they are nowhere near finished. And so I'm gonna have to, you know, I've got seven days to get the next page done. Um, and the dialogue isn't done on the new page yet. I haven't figured out exactly what the Characters are specifically saying in that page, and I usually like to have a couple weeks. The reason I like to have a buffer is I like to have a couple weeks to look at the page again and again and tweak the dialogue here and there, and like just fine tune it. I'm not gonna have that luxury this time, and I noticed that it didn't cause me any like real anxiety. I wasn't flipping out about. It. I, I felt confident. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be able to do it. I'm gonna be able to pull it off all right. Uh, and then even if I do drop the page on time and I'm not happy with the dialogue, if I go back and tweak it, that's the kind of thing that I can chronicle on my patreon and patreon.com slash jersey um where i share like really in-depth process stuff on making the comic i can share like the thoughts on why i made those changes so it becomes an artifact that is a shareable artifact to contribute to the larger body works around in the comic right so i didn't feel any anxiety but i but i, I did notice that that's a, a huge difference from where i started out as a cartoonist when i was younger and when i was first beginning and this would be back in like you know i, I want to say like the early 2000s like 2001 2002 i really started in 1994 but i didn't i didn't know what i was doing back then so 2000 and 2002 is like that range is where i feel like okay now i'm like a rookie um, and i remember feeling like this very strong pull to come across as like i planned everything everything was done for a reason everything happened because i willed it as the genius creator right Uh, I don't feel that that pressure anymore. Uh, I feel like it's okay for for me to be making it up as I go along. And for people to know that I'm making it up as I go along. And it's okay for me to screw up in front of people. Um, Because maybe this comes out of my teaching, right? Because like, I, I do take very seriously the notion that, you know, mistakes are how you learn. So let's not be afraid of screwing up. And let's not be afraid of failing. Things like that. Very, you know, kind of modern uh maxims that get thrown around in the world of teaching and self improvement. But so maybe it's that, but yeah, so that that's like the first thing I noticed today is that like oh wow, you know, like you know, it's not it's not important to me that people acknowledge uh a pre a predefined or predetermined genius. Uh if the genius happens accidentally, cool. I still get to take credit for it cuz I did it after all. Um but then the second thing. So like when I was working on uh Boulder and Fleet uh, page fifty two today. I was doing the rough pencils and I shared the rough pencils on my Patreon and said patreon.com slash jersey. Uh but it, it was for patrons only, so it is hidden behind a wall if you really want to look at it. Um but as I was working on it I I was kind of just noting my process and when I work on a page it usually starts with a rough thumbnail and I've shared lots of my thumbnails online. You can find them on my on my uh personal blog, com. Uh, I start with the thumbnail, I import that into Maga Studio, then I do the lettering on top of that. So I do the lettering first to figure out my word balloon balloon flow, and then that also informs whether or not the composition itself has to change, right? Because sometimes, and a lot of times actually, the thumbnail gets chopped up. I break out the selection tool and I'll move things around in the thumbnail to make the composition work within the constraints of the word balloons. Um, the word balloon design, I'm thinking about, it's visual flow on the page. I'm also thinking about the dialogue rhythms, right? And I've said this a bunch of times in past Thunder Punch Dailies. When I'm thinking about dialogue, I'll often hear the rhythm first before I know actually what is said. It'll be like as if I'm listening to a conversation through a wall kind of thing. And then I kind of refine the dialogue to try to match that rhythm or go against that rhythm depending on what needs to be said and what's a more clever or interesting way of approaching what needs to be said. So there's, all those concerns are happening at once at the lettering stage, but also... I'm thinking a lot about how a reader is going to follow the balloons through the page and how I can use the balloons as sort of like a pied piper to guide the reader to the visual you know, drawing information that I want them to encounter in the order I want them to encounter it. Right. I'm not always successful at it, but a lot of times I feel like I, I get it pretty pretty close to what I want. Um, so that's why I do the lettering before I even do any penciling. Because I can move my thumbnail around, you know the great thing about digital illustrations, I can chop up that thumbnail and move all the pieces around to get it all where I need it to be. Then I go through and I do the rough pencils, and at the rough pencil stage, there's even there's just as much chopping up going on. Like because now, now what I'm doing is I'm trying to like bring more into focus the acting moments on the characters, uh, the poses, the gestures, and everything, the expression on their face to like you know line up with what's being said or contradict it in order to create drama for whatever, you know, for a variety of reasons. Uh, But I'm also moving things around again to get these things to work in harmony with the balloons that I've laid down on the page so that there is a visual composition of the drawing elements and there's a visual composition of the word elements and the two sort of shake hands on the page. Ideally, nobody notices it. Nobody should notice that that's happening. Nobody should be reading it and saying like, how nice that Jersey did this for me. Um, because the the ultimate goal for me, at least as a, as a comics creator is clarity. I want people to just effortlessly read this story and feel the feelings that I want them to feel through that handshake between word and image that I'm putting together. But that clarity is only achieved through lots and lots of noodling. So Often the thumbnailing and the rough penciling is like the most intellectually taxing part of the job. And I, you know, I've, I've said a bunch of times that the, the, the drawing part is just mechanical, right? That's just, it takes longer, but it's just a mechanical act to make something look like something. Whereas the, the placement of the elements in a thoughtful way to communicate a specific meaning that I have in mind. And this is the only place where I really do want, uh, going back to my first point where I do want that intentionality to come through, you know, like I meant it that way, this is the only place where I still take that pretty seriously, right? Like, it's not important to me that people see uh, little story details, like payoffs and things. Like, it's not important to me that I I can turn to an audience and say, I meant that all along. Uh, I'm happy to say, like, wow, I just landed on that by accident. Isn't that cool? Uh, But when it comes to the way the page is orchestrated and composed, that part, I still try very hard to approach it with a very attentive intention. Uh, And somehow, this is where I'm going to highlight that accidental stuff, everybody. Somehow, I knit those two points together when when I started recording, I thought they were discrete. That's pretty neat. Okay, cool. So that's part of that discovery from doing creative work. Um, So I'm going to wrap it up here because I got to go to work. I got to go teach some classes now. Uh, So this show is archived at comics are com slash TPD. What, what is this one? 184, 185. No, it's one Yeah, it is one eighty five. So comics are great.com slash TPD one uh, eight five. And it will also be available on the lean into art Patreon at patreon.com slash lean into art. We just posted a new open mic thread there where uh, people who support the show can have a circle of trust sort of open discussion thread on the, on the, the patreon feed Uh, it's not visible to the public Uh, and then once again this podcast is part of the art sound off event for november of 2015 artsoundoff.com where a whole bunch of different creators are sharing essays and reflections about their work days and you can find all of those essays by going to following the art sound off hashtag on twitter also on twitter there is now an art sound off Twitter account. Rob set that up. So, uh, art sound off Twitter.com slash art sound off. And that one's retweeting, uh, a bunch of the, I think all of the art sound off posts. So that's like your one-stop source for c- catching all of the different audio essays that are happening this month. All right. So I guess until tomorrow, I've been Jersey Drozd of boulderandfleet.com Jersey on Twitter Uh, Hosting for this episode has been provided by Kablam, K-A-B-L-A-M.com. That's where I get all my books printed, and you might want to look at them, too. They're a great print-on-demand service. And the voiceover was by Tara Platt of BugBotPress.com. And the music was by my brother, Elliot Droz, who does not currently have a website. But still, I want to give a shout-out to him because he's my brother, and I'm grateful to him for making the music for this show. Uh, I guess I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. Until then, remember, everybody... Today, Tila made a mistake, but instead of trying to correct it, she ran away. That was an even bigger mistake. Making mistakes is part of being human, but punishing yourself or quitting because of it is no way to make things better. The right thing to do is accept your error and try not to make that same mistake again. That's a lot smarter than running away. Until our next exciting adventure, goodbye for now.